Hi, this is Randy, and thank you for dropping in to Shoebox Thoughts, the podcast. I hope you enjoy it, and tell a friend. As we grow through our teenage years and into young adulthood, there are many questions that we ask ourselves. How to find a job? Who our real friends are? What comes after high school or college? These mysteries and thousands more, they flood our minds with possibilities and fear, with the insecurity of a future yet to be written. Our purpose growing through this is to be mindful of our path and consider what we have been taught. Using what we have learned from our life lessons and mentors to make decisions that will be good ones and benefit our lives instead of creating consequences for making the wrong choices. Certainly, that is a positive goal to make all the right choices and follow God's perfect path for our life. But what do you do when that isn't the case? If you're worried that no one has made the kind of mistakes that you have made, relax. Everyone has failed. You are a member of a very public and widely inclusive group. Most of our life, we make decisions based on what we know to be true or what we have been taught. But have you ever questioned what you believe or why you believe it? I think we all have gone through that stage to some degree. I never questioned the existence of God, but I most certainly questioned how I believed in him, what he wanted from me, and how would I know if I was hearing from him or just doing what I wanted and calling it God's will. I know that I wondered why there were so many different types of churches and why some grew larger than others and seemed to reach successfully into their communities and others stayed the same decade after decade. As life continues its wandering journey, our questions will evolve. Some get answered with causes for joy and sorrow alike, careers, spouses, children, death. None of us know all the answers. So the best advice is to know someone who does. Now, if it was just easier to figure out how to understand his responses. If you think that God can't work through you because you lack faith or connection as a Christian, let me tell you about a man named Zechariah. By all accounts, Zechariah was a godly man. He did have a flaw, though, that a lot of us can identify with. He had prayed to God for a lifetime to give him a son. Year after year, it didn't happen. Have you wondered, like I have, God, why don't you hear me? Why don't you answer me the way I want you to? Zechariah had grown old, waiting on God to answer his prayers, maybe even a little resentful. Apparently, the answer was no. In Luke 1, the story of an unbelieving Zechariah is told, not to embarrass, but perhaps to give us hope, and an example of God's grace. Though Elizabeth and Zechariah were an honorable couple, in good standings in the church and apparently with God, Elizabeth could not conceive. At the time, without medical explanations to bring reason to this sad situation, I am sure many around them scorned and made fun of them. 
They may have even been accused of having some hidden sin in their lives, something that caused God to punish them by keeping them from having a son. Just to be clear, God doesn't want to punish us for sinning. His desire was and is to forgive us. When the angel finally came to Zechariah and he told him that Elizabeth would conceive, old Zach just couldn't believe it. I get the feeling that Gabriel, God's honored sentinel soldier, was a little frustrated with his disbelief, so much so that he asked Zechariah if he knew who he was talking to. To make a believer out of him, Gabriel told him that he would not speak again until the baby was born. I'm not sure which would be worse, the fact that suddenly you have no ability to speak or that even as an official of the church, you lacked enough faith in God to believe in an angelic announcement of your blessing. Imagine telling your family, friends, and church the real reason why you are compelled to silence. But it's rather a good lesson for us. Zechariah's doubts and unbelief didn't stop God's plan from being fulfilled. John was born into the world just the same, as the bearer of the good news to come. Has God called you to pray for someone at school or work? Maybe you feel the tug on your heart to teach a small group in your home. Would you believe a calling to write a book about your ragamuffin walk with Jesus? I wouldn't. Rarely are we called in an obvious manner, with great signs and wonders in the sky, or being handed to us packaged neatly and concise, with directions and a manual for how to proceed. Usually it's more like Zechariah. We doubt ourselves, and we can't imagine God being serious about what he is suggesting to us. Doesn't he know that we are not qualified not capable or equipped to do what he is asking of us. I'm sure as you read this, you recognize those questions, and you also realize how ridiculous they are being asked of the one who hung the stars into place, the God who made a bush to burn but not be consumed, the Father who sent his Son to live with us, walk with us, teach us how to be more like him, and then ultimately die for us. He knows our shortcomings and inabilities, yet he has a plan to use us for his purposes and take our experiences and make them tools for good in the realm of God. The day that John was born, just as the angel had said, Zechariah opened his mouth and spoke again. What has God placed in your life that requires faith and a first step to continue or succeed? As we learn from the story, believing is not always easy. We have rules of this world that we try to place on God, forgetting that he is the author of all things supernatural. Remember that whether you go along or not, you may end up right in the middle of it anyway. God has a way of convincing us that he's right. The question for you is very basic. Can you set aside your doubts and fear of inadequacy? Maybe we can trust him 
at least long enough for him to show us why he has put us where we are. You may be the Bible study or youth leader, the one person to reach out to your unlovable neighbor, the coach of a child who needs a godly mentor, the friend that takes the opportunity when it comes to pray and talk to someone in need, or the writer who's not really a writer, but a simple beggar showing other beggars where to find bread. For most of my life, I have struggled with not knowing exactly what God's plan is for my future. In fact, truthfully, I have been my own Zechariah many times over. Not that I've stopped talking for months because of it, but God had to break me from thinking or doing what I thought was right in my life for me to ever consider his plan. There is a call that goes out to each of us. It's specific to what God wants for you and from you. Though you may be like me and wonder what God could make of your ragged and worn life, he has a plan. And he has placed you in life where you have just the right knowledge and experience to succeed. If he is in it. But first, would you believe? Luke 1, 5 through 25. Thank you for dropping in to Shoebox Thoughts, the podcast. This is Randy, and as always, I hope you enjoyed it, and tell a friend. Until next time. <laughs>